2: So if you're here with me right now, you probably listen to a lot of podcasts like I do. And maybe you've thought about starting your own. I need you to stop thinking and take action on that. I'm going to help you start your own podcast. You can do this. It's not as hard as you think. Not only will I be able to help you figure out the equipment you need and how to pitch guests and how to be consistent, but we can also talk about strategies on how to actually make money from your show. All you have to do is go over to startthatpodcast.com to work with me, sign up for a one-on-one consultation, and I will make that happen for you. As a listener of the show, I have a special offer going on right now, so make sure that you go and take advantage of that. Once again, the link is startthatpodcast.com. Hey, it's Monique. Welcome back to the podcast. Or welcome if this is your first time listening. This is the Brown Vegan Podcast, episode 169. And with this show, I love to present veganism from a practical perspective, to help everyday people go vegan in a way that feels good to them. I also love to share overall wellness topics, vegan entrepreneurship topics, because this is so much more than food. Veganism is truly a lifestyle. And so my goal is for us to learn all of the things and have all of the fun so that we can start to live and grow into our best lives. Be sure to come hang out with me on Instagram and YouTube. I'm Brown Vegan on both of those platforms. So yes, I hope you're having an amazing day. I am, I feel so much more refreshed these days, I would say over the last couple of weeks because I've been very, very intentional about taking time off before I kind of just like (laughs) let myself run (laughs) to the ground because I'm doing all of the things and not really taking enough time. And I feel like lately I've been more intentional. I have been intentional about taking days off and it leaves me more refreshed, gives me a chance to clear my mind, gives me a chance to sleep a little more. And I feel like I am way more productive because of it. So if you haven't been taking time off and you haven't been intentional about that, please do that because I think that it will really, really enhance your life. So on the show today, I have my girl Shauna, who is actually like my Suge Knight. I know y'all probably know this if you follow me on Instagram. I like to call her Suge Knight. It's affectionately. I know Suge Knight, nothing about that seems affectionate, but I promise <laughs> it's funny to me. And plus, I feel like she handles me like Suge Knight. She just be like, uh-uh, we, this is not what we're going to do today. She will call me out on my shit because sometimes I need to be called out, okay? Well, maybe all the time. So you probably know Shauna because she's been on the show about, I want to say three or four times. I'm going to link all of her previous episodes in the show notes for this episode so you can go check those out. But if you don't know, Shauna is the CEO of VOI Agency and Effortless Launch. She is my influencer manager. She helps me secure my paid brand partnership. She negotiates for me collects the money like Suge does, you know, she's my Suge in that aspect, <laughs> collecting the monies from these brands. And she's very passionate about helping influencers and content creators make money on their own terms, what automated online offers. So when Sean and I first started working together, her goal with me was to get me as many brand deals as possible. But these days we have really been focusing on me doing my own thing, like building my own products and services and letting the brand deals be the icing on the cake. So it's been a lot of fun learning how to do all of the things. Now it's a little overwhelming, but it's also a lot of fun being able to take control of my business in a way that really feels good to me. And so that's what we're really working on these days. So in our conversation, Shauna and I talk about how, She helps me get the brand deals. Her shift from going to a good government job, I say government, good government job, (laughs) to doing this full time where she's working with clients. We also talk about how you can create your. Instagram bio to attract brands and followers. Why every influencer needs a website. Instagram is great. It's amazing, but you know, you really don't own that platform. It's not a really, you don't own that platform. So having control of your own stuff is so important. And that's what we talk about in this episode. Some of the steps that you can take to build your website so that it's not overwhelming. Some of the suggestions she has for platforms, consistency, SEO research, keyword research, all of those things that That are very, very important if you want to start to build your business. Very, very good conversation. We're really thinking about turning this into a series where we just kind of talk every six to eight weeks about what's going on with our businesses behind the scenes and some suggestions on how to get to the bag, which is so important because that is, in my opinion, a part of wellness, right? Getting to the bag. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this episode as always I really appreciate your support before we get into this episode I want to shout out this week's five-star review Thank you to glrh 86 the title for this five-star review on apple Podcasts is love 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 I have always loved this podcast and I really appreciate the latest episodes on finances It's a topic that many people shy away from and monique's transparency with her story was so refreshing Financial fitness is just as important as physical. Looking forward to the rest of this series. Thank you so, so much for that review. We will be back later this month with another episode for the Money Series. I'm gonna do some interviews. We just gonna do all of the things and I'm looking forward to continuing this series. So thank you so much for leaving that review. And if you are enjoying the show, please let me know because I need to know that y'all are enjoying these episodes. Go over to Apple Podcasts, search Brown Vegan. Scroll down tap five stars and then type out your review so that I can share it on a future episode of the show I thank you so much in advance for taking the time to do it. I know it's like an extra effort So it always feels so good when you guys do it So as always, the show notes and everything mentioned in this episode can be found at brownvegan.com. Make sure that you sign up for a Zoom session with Shauna. Only $99, y'all, which is a steal. She really wants to help people go to the next level with with her business as influencers and content creators. You can go ahead and sign up at shaunarene.co. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into the conversation. I think the first thing that we should talk about is how we started working together because it's been so long since you've been on the show. I think that people need to kind of get it behind the scenes of like us working together and what this looks like. And then we can get into why people need websites because everybody needs a website. Where do you want to begin? Go ahead, wherever you want to start.
3: Well, I guess you could talk about how you, why you reached out to me for the influencer management aspect and then how we've kind of blossomed into this as far as like, you know, all the components that we've been trying to figure out as far as working with brands and improving different things and strategies and all that kind of stuff.
2: Let's start there. Okay. So we connected because you were actually a listener of the show. We, we've been connected for how long? About two years now? I think, Maybe a little longer than that.
3: It might have been three. It might be three years, girl. I don't know.
2: Yeah, Time flies. Yeah. Cause it was way before pandemic started. So yeah, I would say about three years. And we connected because of the show. You you know, you were a listener. We hit it off. We would just talk all day, all day <laughs> all. <laughs> about like how we wanted to build businesses, just like real casual, just like talking about life, talking about everything. And then one day you were saying you were talking about I think you were complaining about a brand, right, about a brand not paying you. And then you started doing like a whole bunch of research on like just influencer work and you just were learning so much stuff about all of the behind the scenes of influencers. And then I made a joke about how you should manage me because you didn't really like being an influencer anymore. right? And I made a joke and it was kind of like in passing, but I really, cause I didn't think you would do it. And you were like, you were quiet for a second. And then you were like, Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I
3: was really thinking about it because I had wanted to launch an influencer coaching program. And so I had been doing all this research and I was realizing that it was so common for influencers to get paid late. I think that's what had really set me off was uh, like almost all of my campaigns, I had got paid late by the brands and I was just getting frustrated and I was realizing this was a normal thing. And I was just thinking, like, there's got to be some other way. Like, I want to help influencers know how to, you know, get these late payments, get them paid on time, how to follow up. And, you know, just all these little things that I had learned that I really struggled with in the beginning that, that I didn't know. And so, you know, when you reached out to me, it was just like, for one... I was just like, wow, like she's trusting me with this and and I was like this is a good way to get experience, you know, to like really work with brands. Like I know that you had been working with brands and I didn't realize how often you were being contacted either. <laughs> I was just like, wow, she's these they are like really hitting her up a lot. And you know, for brand partnerships, I just thought that was so interesting. So
2: yeah so then we did like a 30day trial where we were just like okay let's see how we can work together and what we can do and actually the last time you were on the show which was probably what 2020
3: was it 2020 I, I don't so. remember. I think so
2: oh. yeah so the last time you were on the show the brand that sponsored that episode you actually helped me negotiate that deal yeah and so, so. yeah like' it's on, on a trial basis which was so dope and so then we just been working together ever since. A lot of growing pains for me because you know I don't like to be told what to do. So you can just be like, Suge knight, and me. All people who know know that Shauna is my Suge Knight. First of all, she she handles me like didn't Suge Knight put vanilla ice out that window. She handles me like that. And she also handles the brands like that. When they play games, Shauna be like, nah, we're not doing it. Yeah, <laughs> so like, I call
3: literally that's that my way to get that payment like like literally had to do that today you know trying to get a payment you know what i mean it's just like it's just yeah. so ridiculous you have to remind these brands like look we did our part on time so i need you to cough up this payment on time you know what i mean and it's just like it's there's like i understand on both sides it's like the way the, the reason why i am the way that i am with you is because i have a better insight now on what they're looking for But I also know the hard work that you're putting in. And so that's why it's like, okay, let me go hard for, you know, getting these payments or like making sure that they're doing their part, too. So.
2: But you know what? This is the first time that we actually had a problem getting payment. Right. Yeah. I feel like. This, I we have never had this. And I'm very disappointed because I love this brand so much. And I'm like, dude, I know that there was an agency representing the brand, but I'm like, do the brand know they out here moving like this? Right. <laughs> dude, I dude. just
3: really wonder because that would have been my next step. Like, it's like, okay, if I'm not going to get a response here, then I'm going to have to take it somewhere else so that we can get paid. You know what I mean? And, but yeah, I just, and this is why I, I was so passionate about helping influencers because I just don't feel like, I don't feel like they should have to go through all of this, you know what I mean, like your influencers are doing a lot to promote brands, and you know and it's like at the very least you should be able to get paid on time, you know
2: absolutely, yeah, um, so let's talk about what you helped me do so before I had you around, oh my gosh, I was leaving so much money on the table because I just did not have the bandwidth to respond to people, you know to respond to brands, negotiate.
3: Do all the the deliverables.
2: Follow up. Yeah, I would just like a lot of times, I know this sounds so awful, but I would just leave a lot of this stuff on red because I just did not (laughs) have the bandwidth. I didn't, I didn't. So tell people like, what do you help me with as far as working with brands?
3: So basically when a brand reaches out, they'll either contact me or they'll still have her information somewhere out there and end up contacting her first and she'll forward it to me. And I just basically find out what they're wanting. I try to figure out what the goal of the campaign is, what type of deliverables they want. And then, you know, and then if they, if, well, I also want to ask you to see, you know, to make sure that you are okay with the brand and that it would be aligned with you and what you want to do. And once I know that, then we can go ahead and go into the negotiations and how all of that works. Cause sometimes they want to see, they want to send free samples, Sometimes they want to do an actual partnership and then, you know, you also have to negotiate the rate and the negotiation, like that's normal. That's that like, just expect to have to negotiate is, I I feel like it would be rare to not negotiate somewhat. And so I like, don't, I don't want people to take it personally when people want to negotiate. It's just like part of the process. But, you know, once we do the negotiation, then we go into the contract and then sometimes the contract has to be negotiated. And so then once the contract is signed, then the whole management of the campaign, making sure the drafts are submitted on time, making sure that I'm following up with the payment, following up with, you know, the analytics of the campaign, how it performed, and then also trying to keep in touch with that brand so that we can work with them again. So yes. all of those things, it's like, it's not like a just one-off thing. It literally, it takes some time.
2: It does. I love how like this one brand that we have coming up that we work with them before for two months and now we're going to work with them again for two more months. And that just makes me so excited yeah. to work with brands that I really love. Yeah.
3: Especially when they're easy to work with. Like it's it's so nice when you come across brands that, you know, they, they want to make sure that, that that you're happy as well and they care. <laughs> and so right. Right, that's that's what's so exciting about it. Let's talk about
2: this, though, before, because I feel like these days, this since 2020 started, we have not really been talking about brands as much as we did last year. Like last year was all about let's get this bag, let's get to this money. And this year, I feel like we've taken a step back and we are actually focused on a lot of the other steps and a lot of the other systems that need to be in place in order for us to maximize. So when a brand reaches out, it's like a guaranteed thing. Like, okay, we're going to get what we asked for kind of thing. So I love this shift, even though it's a slower process, even though we're working with less brands, I feel like we're setting ourselves up for like some greatness to come. So before I get into that though, about what that looks like for us, I really want to talk about the fact that you are doing all of this full time now. Like we started off and you were working full time. You had your good gummit job. (laughs) (laughs) And now you're doing all of this full time. So let's talk about like the mindset, that transition, all of that from you going to doing this full time, you know, working full time and doing this on the side. So now this is like your full time, you know, coaching people, managing me and Rashida, Like, let's talk about that. Whatever you want to share.
3: Yeah, I decided to go ahead and do this full time because it really is a full time commitment. And I know like I see the potential for you and Rashida and for the agency as a whole. And I really wanted to give my full attention to it. And it was hard. It was hard to do it while I was working. And so, you know, things just didn't pan out the way that I wanted with my previous employer even though I love them and it was it was a great experience I really just wanted to do my own thing and just go in all the way and so that's why I decided to go ahead and take the leap and do this full time and it's been nice because now I can put my full focus on it and really see how we can improve and so yeah that was basically my decision I just wanted I just wanted to make sure I could fully commit to this and I just realized it did take a lot more time than I had previously thought I thought maybe I could do this part-time but it really was a struggle to do it and make sure I was staying on top of all the emails that were coming in all the back and forth all the negotiations and so that's why I'm doing it full-time now
2: Yes, and I'm so glad because not only do you help me and Rashida, you also help other people as far as coaching other influencers to set themselves up so that they can also get those inbound emails. So like I mentioned a few seconds ago, I feel like this year we have been focusing a lot on having a good system together so that we can get more inbound emails opposed to you doing all the pitching. And so one of the things that we've been really focusing on is optimizing my YouTube YouTube videos and optimizing old blog posts and just like making blogging a focus like my website. Mm -hmm. So I know that I've always had a website and we've talked about this, but making it a consistent part of the business is like really important these days. So what made you think you like really been on me about it this year too. So what made you make that shift as far as making websites a priority, considering that a lot of people focus only on Instagram or maybe only on YouTube, they don't think about having a website. So what made you kind of pivot that, like that decision?
3: Yeah, so I really wanted to focus a lot on the influencers that we know and love that are doing it full time and making a lot of money in just in brand partnerships alone. And so I was researching them and just seeing what they all had in common. And one of the things that they all had in common was a website and a blog. And as I was noticing the influencers that we know in our space that have large followings, they don't have websites. And that just that blew my mind. like I was I knew that that was important. and a lot of people have link trees, but they don't like the links aren't going anywhere to where I could learn more about that person or their off the offers that they have or whatever. like there was just kind of no way to like there was no funnel to lead me anywhere else. And the thing about you is you have always had brands reaching out to you. And I remember when I first learned about you, I, like you were everywhere. You were like in every article. And I didn't really understand how all of that happened. But when I started to research the website, like I, I, I'm, I have this membership with a platform called Hrefs. And this is where I do keyword research and it's really for search engine optimization SEO. And when I looked at your website, I noticed that you had like 27,000 backlinks, which is other websites that have mentioned your website and like major platforms like MSN, CNET, like these really popular platforms have mentioned your website. And I don't think that you even knew about it. And the fact that I didn't. <laughs> yeah, the fact that you had over twenty seven thousand like that's a lot, and I realized like wow, she has got a very powerful blog. Like I don't th- I don't know if she understands how powerful this is, but you're still getting traffic from blog posts that you've done years ago. You're still getting leads and. You're even getting payments from things that you've done years ago. Same thing with YouTube. Like, I'll never forget when you got paid for the YouTube Originals collaboration and they reached out about a video that you did five years prior. And you it was like wow. a really small clip, like maybe a second long clip that's now in a YouTube Originals movie and you got paid for it. And so it really made me think like, okay, we need to shift our focus to platforms that are search engine optimized that have more room for that, because Instagram and TikTok, you can't go back and find content that you did five years ago unless you like scroll through somebody's feed, which nobody is doing. and you want to be able to make content that's gonna have a longer shelf life and last a lot longer. And it's also gonna to continue to work for you well after you create it. So my my thinking was okay, if we need more inbound emails from brands, then we also need to work on our online visibility, and that needs yeah. to be the main focus. And once we get that down and we're pulling up in these in the search results on Google, which having a website and being found on Google, like just think there's more than 5.6 billion searches a day on Google. And you're not going to get any of that traffic if you're only on Instagram or TikTok or some of these other platforms that are not search engine optimized. And so it's super important to have a website, especially if you're trying to build your brand and business, this is how people are going to find you. This is how people are going to research you in this way. So you want to make sure that you have a website So that not only you can build your email list, but you're also getting on the radar of brands and brands are looking on Google to find influencers they are looking on Google, they're looking on LinkedIn, they're looking in all kind of in all kind of places. I didn't realize this, but they sometimes brands will set Google, Google alerts so that when people do create posts about them or mention their brand, it pulls up on their radar So creating blog posts and talking about a specific brand is good to get on their radar and to be noticed by these brands that you want to work with. And so if you're only focused on Instagram and you're just posting your content there that only is going to last or be relevant for about two days, maybe a little bit longer if you do a reel, then you're putting yourself at a disadvantage to be found on on a broader scale by more people and more brands.
2: Oh my god, that was so good, and it's so true. Message, message. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, because I really want us to focus more on that. I know we've been talking a lot about keywords. We've been doing so much research. Mainly you. So
3: you doing so much research. <laughs> yeah, I feel research. Yeah. Well, I, I know I put a lot on you guys because it was like I learned about all of this stuff, and I know I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm techie and like into the data and stuff. And so I kind of felt bad because I was just like, you guys, SEO, keyword research, and look at this number. And, and like, and you guys are like, what are you talking about? You know, And so I had like, I was, you know, I created some videos to kind of like break it down, but it's, it's, it's so important like to, to learn about keywords in your niche. The keywords are also really important for your Instagram bio. If your bio in for Instagram is not structured properly and it doesn't contain Keywords that like think of how think okay first of all Instagram doesn't have much room for a search engine optimization and the only two places that are search engine optimized on Instagram is the username in the name field and so if you don't have niche related keywords in those places or have it set up properly to where you you're you're putting things that people would actually search for on Instagram then that's a whole other missed opportunity because. It's going to be hard for people to find you through your content if you're not on the Explore page and they're not already following you. So, you know, you really have to optimize that Instagram bio if that's the only platform you're going to be on. But still, it's it's more important to, fo- to focus on your full online visibility outside of social media so you can reach people who may not even have Instagram accounts or may not be on the platforms that you use. And you, if you want to get found by brands, you want to be everywhere that they're looking, So it's just not only to work with brands, but it's also important for you and yourself in the offers that you eventually want to create so that you can have so you can start making money yourself as well and not just be focused on brand partnerships.
2: It's Monique hopping in in to tell you about one of my favorite brands of cookies and to let you know how you can save some money when you try them for yourself. Shout out to Maxine's Heavenly for sponsoring this episode of the show. I've told you about them before and I'm going to keep talking about them because they make delicious gluten-free cookies that will satisfy any sweet tooth without a million ingredients. Maxine's Heavenly cookies are naturally sweetened using ingredients like dates and coconut sugar. They have two lines of delicious cookies to choose from, from their super soft line of cookies, my favorites are the peanut butter chocolate chunk and snickerdoodle. And from their crispy line, I would say that my all time favorite out of all the cookies has to be the chocolate chip. It's like the perfect ratio of chocolate chips and crunch. Ugh, my favorite. I think you'll love those. For a generous 25% discount, all you have to do is head over to Maxine'sHeavenly.com and use the discount code BrownVegan to save some money on your first purchase. Once again, that is Maxine'sHeavenly.com. Discount code BrownVegan as one word. I'll also be sure to link them in the show notes for this episode, as well as the blog post to make it easy for you to click through and purchase. And that's another thing you've been pushing on me too, is like, Monique, you need to be making money outside of these brand deals. And I feel that. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And and you have to come back. We're going to have to come back in like a month or so for us to talk about it. Because I think this will be just a good series to talk about behind the scenes of what we're doing because people do want to notice stuff. So that'll be really good when you come back and talk about like how we're going to start working on doing my own offers and then your own offers and as far as how all of that's going to look. So I'm excited about that. So as a person is listening to this, right, and they don't have a website, a blog, or anything at all, what are some first steps that they need to take? Because I know that that process can seem really overwhelming, especially if you spent so much time on TikTok and Instagram Mm -hmm. and you have never even thought about having a blog. And now that you've convinced them, because that was very (laughs) very compelling, (laughs) what are some of those steps they need to take?
3: Well, you want to think about what like what your comfortability is you also want to take into consideration your your budget you know what i mean and ease of use of the platform wordpress.org not .com is known to be the best one for search engine optimization and for bloggers so that bloggers can monetize now you can monetize on other platforms outside of wordpress.org but the the other thing is, is you have ownership of your content because it's, it's a self-hosted platform, meaning that it's not owned by like, you know, like Squarespace or Wix. You have ownership of your content. And so that's that's why you might want to look into WordPress. However, if you are not tech savvy, WordPress is very complicated. And I love tech. I'm very into that. I've been able to bu- I've built websites on WordPress, but. It's very, very complicated to use. And if you're, not, if you're gonna be so overwhelmed that you don't use it, then it might be better to look at an easier option like Squarespace or Wix. I recommend Squarespace. They have beautiful templates that you can start off with. It should be pretty easy to set up even if you're not tech savvy, you still get the benefits of search engine optimization and you have a beautiful website that, that you can showcase and get started immediately. So you want to take in consideration your budget because you are going to have to pay for hosting and all of that. When you're thinking about your brand, you want to snag your custom domain. And what I did in the beginning, I originally had my username as my domain name, which was um, at the time blaqvegan.com, but that's not really you know my brand has changed since then you know what i mean so if you can grab a domain with your name in it that would be good or if you already have a very well established brand like like for you monique brown vegan i mean you're everywhere you know what i mean like you have the like you have the perfect domain even though it's not your name this is your brand you know what i mean that's that's probably not going to change so you want to consider that as you're choosing your domain name but you just want to think about Ease of use, your budget, and what's going to actually motivate you to use the platform. Because you don't want to get hung up to, to where you're getting so frustrated with something like WordPress and you can't, you know, you, you, you don't even know how to use it and, and you're not using it right. And then you're creating blog posts and it's not ranking on Google or it's not showing up anywhere. And then you just kind of feel like you're wasting your time. You really want to make sure that as you're blogging, that you really learn about blogging, Learn about keyword research, SEO, so that it's going to be worth your time as you create these blog posts and get and and start building your online visibility. Yeah.
2: Ease of use is everything. I've been with Squarespace probably since I I started with WordPress, but then I went over to Squarespace probably in like 2013-ish, 2014-ish. And I've Mm -hmm. been there ever since. And I love them so much. Yeah. But I agree that WordPress is probably... A good place to be. Mm-hmm. I just like you said. I'm not necessarily tech savvy, so it just made the most sense for me to be on a platform that was very easy to use. And one thing I like about Squarespace too is they actually have an app. So if I oh, want to okay. add, yeah, they if I want to blog, I can actually do it through the app, which is really, which oh, is pretty. Oh, that's dope. nice. So, yeah, yeah, making things really easy is is like everything. So what do you r- suggest as far as the consistency of? Like, what does that look like as far as a person just getting started with blogging? Because in my mind, I think that people get overwhelmed by the idea of like, oh, damn, I got to commit to another platform. You know, I got to commit to my blog. But I honestly think that people can repurpose a lot of their Instagram stuff and like it make it more like long form to a blog. So what are your suggestions as far as content and consistency? Like, what does that look like for you?
3: Well, the benefits of blogging, which is why I'm going to be focused more on blogging myself and YouTube content, is because you don't have to do it multiple times a day and you don't even have to do it multiple times a week. You could you could get away with doing it once a week. You might even be able to do it twice a week, starting out, starting out if that's what you want. But what you want to do, what I suggest doing is either creating a blog post first Or if you feel more comfortable doing YouTube, I would start with one of those pieces of content and then repurposing for everything else. Like maybe you have a blog post and you touched on six different things. Well, that could be six different pieces of Instagram content that you can create. Or, you know, maybe that could be an email blast that you send out. You know, it could be used in so many different ways, but I would start there because when you start utilizing keyword research and you know what your target audience is actually looking for and what they actually care about, then that's going to translate into your other content too. So Mm -hmm. I would definitely start there. And yeah, it might take you longer to create a blog post. It might take you longer, but the good thing about it is it's going to continue to work for you. It's always going to be there and it can be found in the Google search. Whereas when you post like this is why people get so frustrated with Instagram. It's because you have to keep posting so often to stay relevant. And people feel like if they don't post every single day, that their followers are going to drop off. People are going to forget about them, you know, all kinds of stuff. And so they they're just posting just to post. And it's like, that's not really helping either. You know what I mean? Like you really want to be strategic about your content and make sure that there is a reason for it. And then that way you're not going to be so overwhelmed. So when you start with keyword research and start looking up, there's different tools out there. There's SEMrush, Ahrefs, Keywords Everywhere. There's different tools where you can start looking at the keywords in your niche and then create the content from that. And that will also help you know what type of content to create, even for Instagram, because I know a lot of times people don't know what they should be posting about. They don't have enough content ideas, but you can get your content ideas from those keywords. So I would I would definitely start there and just know that even though it, it yet yeah, it is another platform, but it's the best one to start with and then branch out from there. For any other platform that you want to be on. But at least this way, mm-hmm. if you repurpose, it's not, it's not gonna feel as overwhelming because it's pretty much already done. You're just reformatting it or, you know, maybe re maybe refiguring what you wrote in the blog to fit for your Instagram caption or something like that. But you already know what you're gonna be writing about. So yeah. that's the benefit of starting with a blog first.
2: Yep. And just like my, it's so many people that I follow who don't have blogs, but they post recipes and videos and reels and things like that on their Instagram. And I'll be thinking to myself, all you got to do blog. is take that and put that right on a blog, put it right on a blog so that it'll live somewhere. Yeah. You know, if your Instagram gets hacked or shut down or whatever, you'll have your content somewhere else. And it's just a good way. And I mean, you already did all of that work. Let right. it live somewhere else.
3: yeah, and that's the, that's the re- that's the, also the reason why like for especially for you, you know, you're a mom. I know Rashida is really busy with her business. like I, I want your guys's content to 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 work for you a lot longer so that even if you don't post to Instagram every single day, you can still be found by brands and you can still have traction you know, like something is still working in the background. And I like for me, I know when I create an Instagram post, I put a lot of time and energy into it and it takes me a long time. And so when you put all that time and energy into an Instagram post and then it doesn't perform well, you are in your feelings about it. (laughs) Because number one, it didn't perform well. You wasted your time. And then it's not going to be relevant anyway after 24 to 48 hours. So now you're just feeling like, why did I even do this? But with the blog yeah. post, if I go all in on a blog post that I'm optimizing so that it could potentially rank on Google and be found by the very people who are interested in what I'm talking about. Well, now I'm like, I'm good. Like I'm, I'm good because it's going to work for me even years from after I post it, which is, you know, that's ultimately what I want for the content that we create. Like for content creators who spend a lot of time like really perfecting their craft. I mean, look, just think of the reels that are out there. Like these, these are like short form movies at this point. Like it's, it's crazy. The amount, the amount of time that goes into a 15 second video, like I would rather, to me, I would rather do a YouTube video or I would rather do a blog post so that it just, so that the longevity is there and it doesn't feel like I'm wasting my time.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I feel like these days Instagram is more of like an, not an afterthought because that sounds kind of <laughs> that sounds harsh, but it's kind of like I do, like you said, I work on the other main platforms and then repurpose it for Instagram, try to make it native for Instagram. But I don't usually go in and be like, okay, I'm going to make content for just Instagram usually. yeah, I am trying to get better on there though, because we've had this discussion as well, as far as You know, I'm doing really well with this podcast, but brands actually, for whatever reason, they love Instagram. So Mm -hmm. it's like, I got to kind of be on there too. So lately, for actually most of this year so far, I've only been posting my podcast episodes, you know, letting people Mm -hmm. know those are out. But now I'm like, okay, what other content can I do? But in my mind, as I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking, okay, YouTube content first, and then I will re-record it for Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Like YouTube is like the priority Yeah. But I don't know. Instagram, I love Instagram as far as me being somebody who looks at Instagram. But it's when I, when it, the idea of me creating for Instagram always makes me feel some type of way because, like you said, I don't feel like the content lasts as long and it takes so much work.
3: Yeah. And I, like, it's not to, it's not to rag on Instagram because I love it and it has, it's got a great purpose. Like, look, this is lead generation for, your brand in, in business. You know what I mean? Like why not use it? It's It's great for organic reach. It's great for having an intimate connection with your audience. So it's a, it's a wonderful platform to use, but you just want to make sure that you're being strategic about it. So you don't feel like you're wasting your time as you're posting.
2: Yep. And that is the, that's the biggest takeaway from this. Get a website and don't let Instagram rob you of all of your energy. Yeah. (laughs) And your content. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So anything else you want to share before we wrap up? Because I know you got, you've been doing a lot of these Zoom calls. I'll be like, every day I'm talking to you, you're like, oh yeah, hold on. I got (laughs) got a call. I'm like, you are really out here consulting with people.
3: (laughs) Yes. I offer a 60-minute session for $99 and we can hop on Zoom for an hour and we can go over Questions that you have about Instagram, I really want to help influencers know how to create their own digital offer and then build a content strategy around that and also a lead magnet so that you can start in not only getting traffic, but leads that can then turn into customers. So if you have any questions about Instagram, influencer partnerships, definitely reach out in you can go to Shauna.link forward slash Zoom to sign up. And I'll give you the link, Money. So you can put it in the lesson description if you want to. But that will be open. Of
2: course. I want to. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay,
3: that's exactly. how that's how you can get in contact with me. And I would love to go over any questions that you have. I can talk about the things that I've been doing to secure these brand partnerships, how I improve my pitches, my negotiations, and I can give you tips on how to do all of that. I can help you with your Instagram bio and and any questions that you have. So yeah, definitely reach out if you're interested.
2: Shauna is so good. Like I am so thankful that I have this resource available to me in, in the form of you. Cause you know, like all of the things, it's not even just, you know, working with brands, it's tech stuff, lead magnets, making things look beautiful. Like you are just so, so talented. And I'm just so thankful for not only our business relationship, but our friendship. So y'all go check her out. I'm going to link everything in the show notes, on the blog post, everything so that y'all can go and work with Shauna. That is a steal. That's a steal. But I'm glad you're doing it because people need this information. They need to know that this is available, but $99. And that's why you always book because it's a steal.
3: Right, I'm like at the end of the day, I'm, I I want to see us get paid. That like I really want to see us get paid. I know most of us are, you know, a lot of influencers are just waiting for the brands to come find them and hope that they're going to, you know, pay whatever rate that they're wanting, but you know, you still have to figure out what rate. <laughs> we still have to figure out who is your target audience. There's like a lot of foundational things that have to be done first. And so I I want to help people Start there so that when they do start pitching their brands and they are contacted by brands, you know how to negotiate and know how to, you know, get these repeat partnerships if you want or long term partnerships and and stand firm on your rates and get paid what you actually deserve.
2: Exactly. Yeah, that's what it's all about. All this hard work. We definitely need to get to the bag (laughs) for sure. Yes, Shauna. So you will be back, I know, in the next probably couple of months or so. Tell us how we can follow you on Instagram, join your email list or whatever else. Of course, I want people to sign up to work with you one on one. But
3: tell us about your Instagram and your website. OK, so you can go to ShaunaRenee.co and my Instagram is also ShaunaRenee.co.
2: Hey, imagine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love you. I'll talk to you soon, girl. Well, probably this afternoon because you right. know how we do. <laughs> all right thank you so much for listening to this episode of the show if you're enjoying the podcast be sure to rate us five stars on apple podcasts to make it easy for others to find us also tell a friend be sure to share the episode on your instagram stories and tag brown vegan thank you so much for your support and i'll talk to you next week